Hey there, boys and girls. It's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Codswallop. Good choice. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the Talking... Okay. I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Codswallop podcast on the New Pod World Order Network. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster, and you're listening to a podcast... Talking Cod Swallow, right here, man. Welcome to this week's Talking Cod Swallow. With me, as always, is the wonderful, the incredible, the mighty, James! How are you, James? I'm all right, thank you. I'm doing very well. And how could I not be well after such an absolutely wonderful introduction? I know, exactly. I thought you needed a bit of a boost this week, so... uh, Yay! Yay! I thought you'd get the extra boost. Thank you. So, I would ask how have you been, but I know... You've had a few annoying things happen this week, haven't you? So if you'd rather not go into that, that's absolutely fine. We'll call it a mixed bag. The good thing is I'm talking to you. See, that's always a good thing. We're podcasting, we're having fun, so those are always good things. Yeah, exactly. And um, I've got a bit of admin to sort of start with. Sweet. We have a new home now, as uh, most of Twitter and Facebook know, and of course James knows. Did I give you the key to the new place, or...? No, I'm still locked in the thing downstairs. Oh, crap. I I knew I'd forgotten something when I was doing my packing. (laughs) Just to let you all know that Talking God's Wallop has a new family. We are now part of the Podbean group, which is Mm -hmm. very exciting. A very nice group, too. Yeah, indeed they are. They seem very, very helpful, so which is lovely. Not that New, new Pop World Order wasn't, but it was just the fact that, uh, you know, as a podcast grows, it needs to move on. So this is all that I'm doing. Absolutely. Is I'm moving on. And it's given me a few more learning curves as well, like how to upload an episode and things like that. So it's it's a, an exciting time for Talking Codswallop. Mm. Who's the future? Yeah, yeah. So, so fingers crossed this will be our new home for, for quite some time. And to find us on Podbean, it is talkingcodswallop.podbean.com. So it's quite easy to find. And we are also on iTunes. But if you are a listener of iTunes and you're wondering why you can't listen to the episode because you have the old one, (laughs) then wonder no more. You need to just unsubscribe and then subscribe again. And that should all come up quite clearly. So Stitcher as well. And also there will be Google Play as well. But we're trying to work out how to do that because it's not available in the UK. Ah, But how cool and fab and groovy are we? Exactly. We are ditching SoundCloud, sorry to say, because it is extra cost. So 
Yeah, sorry, SoundCloud. Yeah, if you'd have been free along with all the others, then, uh, yeah, we'd go with that. Or not, well, it's kind of free. So, yeah, we'll we'll, we've had what you call a relationship breakdown with them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and a, a conscious uncoupling. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. If it's good enough for, uh, what, are their, what are their names? Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin, if I remember. Yes, that's it. So if it's good enough for them, then it's good enough for the Talking Cods wallop. <laughs> Damn right it is. <laughs> so that's all the admin out of the way. But also, just to quickly say as well, before we get on with the show, that tomorrow, or it should be today, if this episode is edited as quickly as I hope, so that's the 16th of September... If you're going to Exeter Comic Con, which is going to be a fun time, hopefully, you hopefully will see a lady with a big fish on her top. <laughs> because, it, <laughs> because in fact, I'm going to Exeter Comic Con tomorrow. Yeah, don't ask her for food. Why? She's not oh. going to sell you food with a fish on her. <laughs> I'm not. And as James can tell you, I only supply the fish heads. I don't supply the yeah, rest of the fish. fish heads. <laughs> She's very harsh, people. I mean, you know, she keeps me locked in the dark for, you know, nearly, well, yeah, basically six days a week or, so, or more than six days and several hours. Yeah. And then only allows me out to feed me the odd slightly monkey, you know, and she's fed me a slightly monkey fish head. She lets me out to record and then wants me back in. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you're so downhearted. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I, I fear the light. It burns. <laughs> he has to walk around with sunglasses on all the time. I wonder if we're ever going to drop this bit. <laughs> Oh, no, we're going to drink out until the death melt. <laughs> okay, well, we'll carry it on. It will be part of our theme of the show. So, when does James come out of the cupboard segment? <laughs> yeah, not the closet. <laughs> no, not no, not the closet. <laughs> not made that lifestyle choice. No. But, hey, there's nothing wrong with it if it works for you. Exactly. That's exactly what I was about to say. So, we're obviously on the same, wave, uh, same wavelength this week. Well, in general. Mm, just this week. Correct. Right. <laughs> I'm just trying to think what's happened to me this week. I don't think anything has happened that... Oh, well, I mean, lots of interesting things have happened, but related to like the podcast and world and things like that. But I mean, I just left my mum hoovering the garden to get the leaves up. <laughs> so <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> yeah, you had me very worried for a minute then. Hoovering the garden? <laughs> Um, is mummy okay? I, I'm not sure, but I decided to record anyway. Um, no, I. she's got, uh, yeah, there was just these leaves that she needed to get up. And I said, well, a leaf blower would be good. And obviously we mm. didn't have one of them. So the hoover was the thing that we uh, she used instead. So You shan't right now doing yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you know you're going to get a visit from social services. <laughs> Why am I going to get a visit from social services? Because <laughs> they'll be there going, is your mother okay? Does she need help? <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, she just needs to go into her home. She's fine. <laughs> but no, I don't think anything else has happened this week. So obviously, Well, you've had a very busy week. We both have. My stuff is may become more evident to uh, listeners in the fullness of time. Um, but you've had a very busy week pulling things together. In your usual, exceptionally good uh, well-planned-out manner. So, you know, round of applause. Yeah, thank you. I've also realised that I panic when I think I might get forgotten as well, on a serious note. 
so that I, mm-hmm. I I feel like I've bombarded people a bit too much this week because I kind of panicked. Oh my god, people might not know where to go and stuff like this. But so if I did bombard anybody and anybody got annoyed by it, I am I am very sorry. It isn't in my nature to do it, but sometimes the devil takes over and I bombard people. So <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's an interesting description. The devil takes over. Hmm, interesting way of looking at yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the devil, though. He keeps me busy. Mm, the devil is in the detail. <laughs> I'm here all week, people. Well, kind of. You are. Yeah, he's always here. <laughs> that's true, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so moving on. Obviously, we've got a new segment, haven't we, that we've got Bizarre Story of the Week. Mm -hmm, We certainly do. Each week, uh, one of us will bring a bizarre story to the podcast. So week before last, we had, well, week before week before last, we had a young lady who was having photographs taken with uh, with an alligator, wasn't it? Mm. Last week, we had... extremely tattooed gentleman. He was a, a unique individual. He was. Oh, my God, I forgot what I actually did have done. I had my tattoo done. You did? Yeah. You had your tattoo done. But don't worry, people, she still has a nose and ears. I do, yes. But I did speak... Uh, sorry, uh, we will get onto the story in a second, but uh, obviously things, you know, as everybody knows, things pop into my head. Um, I did actually ask the tattooist what his thoughts were on it. And at first, he he kind of worried. This is the faceless chap, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the uh, yeah. But I was speaking to the guy who was doing my tattoo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, at first he had me worried because there was actually a, a skeleton boy. I think he was called Skeleton Boy or Skull Boy, possibly, who used to dance with uh, Lady Gaga. And he, mm-hmm. yeah, and he actually committed suicide a month ago, mm. and I was so worried. It like until he showed me a picture of what he actually looked like, I was so worried that we were actually talking about the same guy. And you know that moment of oh god, I shouldn't have said such and such. I said even though I believed everything that I said, you mm. know, oh my god, if the guy's dead, you know, terrible. But it turns out the guy that we were talking about is still alive, still happy, apparently. So that's the main thing. But Well, the dancer guy wasn't as extreme. Uh, no, he wasn't. The chap who killed himself in his image, he wasn't as extreme as um, no. the chap who removed um, his nose and his parts of his face. Yeah. Was. That was. But yeah, you know when your stomach drops and you're just like, oh, yeah. oh God. <laughs> <laughs> and the episode was already out, so it was like, I can't do anything about it now. <laughs> but anyway, so so this week, James is bringing a story to the podcast. I know nothing about this episode. Um, sorry, I know nothing about this episode. I know nothing about this story. So please take it away, James. Well, this is not so much one story. It's in numerous things that can happen. Okay. Um, of a similar nature to this. Now, in the true style of Dragnet, no names. Well, they they always say the names will be protect. You know, be changed to protect the innocent. Yeah. No names will be mentioned in this one. But I want you to imagine, if you will, you're walking along the street, minding your own business. Okay. And what should you find? But the fact that somebody has decided to take it upon themselves to uh, to 
will use the nicest term to drop a load in the street Ooh. and has decided that they wish to decorate this with hundreds and thousands. <laughs> oh, but it gets back. Because <laughs> they don't just do it once. Oh, no. They do it numerous times. Over and over again. And each time they get that little bit more imaginative. So the first time I put in sprinkles on it was not enough. Oh, no. Um, they then decide to make it look like a kebab. Uh, they then decide to add other things to, to do uh, to make it look nice uh, and uh, interesting. And this keeps happening repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so sick, but it is also really funny. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the world of my work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this this actually happened in your world. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That's even funnier. This was someone referred to as the phantom shitter. Right. <laughs> the phantom plopper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what seemed to happen is that we, we got the impression, again, no names, that the person was freezing their, uh, their remnant, shall we say, uh, and then putting them out in um, various public areas. Oh, some people are weird, aren't they? <laughs> there are some very strange things, but what it ties into is also the fact that I think it's something that's been recently in the uh, press of people being caught um, on various bits of CCTV just going uh, to the toilet in the street. Yeah, behind a bush, I thought, yeah. I thought, yeah. I've seen uh, examples of this. Yeah. I was going to say, actually, related to this, that down our street, the, the street that I live on, there was a guy who was living in his car because he was working, mm -hmm. you know, he was working on a job site sort of thing, but in, in the area, I guess. And, like, obviously didn't find out the full details. So this guy was sleeping in his car, but every morning he would actually take a shit on our road. <laughs> Do just what you want to see first thing in the morning. Yeah, and it was just... I mean, dog crap's bad enough, but... Yeah, but he'd always do it just over the drain as well. So it's like, you know, like I always put a bit of tissue down as well, but it was never down the drain. It was on top of mm. it, you know, and it was every morning, you know, like I'd come out, you know, you're kind of sleepy when you're walking out. And I just think to myself, oh, oh my no. God, if I... You didn't stand I, there, did you? I didn't, I didn't, I'm pleased to say... But I am the type of person that would because I'm so, uh, you know, like I'm so oblivious to things that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think I win with the phantom shit of putting hundreds of thousands on it and making it yeah. <laughs> look like kebabs and things. <laughs> I think that is quite artistic in a way. It is. It's artistic, but also rather disturbing. Yeah, it's extremely disturbing. But yeah, I mean, Banksy uh, started out you know, being a secretive artist. Oh, he's still a secretive artist, so, you know, it's... Uh, maybe he's just a secretive shitter, but everybody knows mm. who he is. Well, not everybody. I don't know who he is, but... You... No, nobody knows who this person is. Oh, okay. Oh, because you said you name, no names. I thought... <laughs> bottom. <laughs> oh, yeah, you see, you see. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, so maybe he's the phantom shitter then. Mm, could be. Yeah. He, she, they. Yeah, well, it's good. Could be more than one person, you never yeah, know. Yeah, could be. Yeah, you're quite right. I'm assuming it's a male. I should not assume gender, so. <laughs> no, they just go out, they drop trowel. <laughs> or they're like a mouse. 
you know, and just going all the time. <laughs> yeah, a constant need for laxatives or something. <laughs> oh man, you have to eat. Oh yeah, laxatives. That'd do it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Buying them on mass. Ooh. Oh well. I mean, I found it really hilarious talking about this subject, but at the same time, a pit of my stomach is going a little bit. Mmm, <laughs> fibrous. <yeah. laughs> and just the fact that somebody had to clean that up as well. Mm. Yeah, nutty. Who's nutty? It's nutty. Oh, it's nutty. Sorry. I thought you meant like, you know, like a nickname for somebody at work or something like that. <laughs> Oh, so, I mean, have you got any other developments on, uh, you know, I don't want to cut the story short. <laughs> <laughs> well, you turned the be caught short. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, there's not really much else I can add to it apart from the, uh, yes, when I see these things in the press, I have a unique perspective upon them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I just don't know. I just don't understand humans. The world is a strange, strange place. Animals, I'm sure, are sometimes a lot, lot nicer than you. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that, yeah. If I could surround my life with all animals, then I think I would be really, really happy <laughs> all the time. <laughs> to quote Gordon Gecko, if you want to be loved, get a dog. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or a cat. I like cats too. I know cats aren't the favouritest of animals, or the favourable of animals, but uh, yeah, I like cats. But they get a bit scratchy. most animals, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. What's your least favourite animal? Uh, hmm, it's not really an animal, but I, I'm, well, I guess it kind of is. It's more of an insect. I'm not a fan of spiders. Okay, because I'm not a fan of snakes, so. I can handle snakes, but I'm not a real fan of them. No, I've never. And wasp, I detest wasps. Oh, God, me too. They're like the, they're like, the bane of existence, aren't they? I used to have a huge wasp nest in my loft, and it was oh, God. Oof, horrible. Oh, that's not good at all. Yeah, quite dangerous, actually, as well, really, because mm. they can just come out through any tiny little crack in the ceiling sort of thing. Mm. So. Well, the other problem is when you've got a wasp nest in your house, the larvae from the wasp oh, of uh, course. stink. I mean, they reek. A cross between crap and uh, fish, rotten fish. Oh, not fun. No, that isn't fun at all. Ooh. But, uh, yeah, so... <laughs> Why are you bringing all the disgusting topics up? <laughs> what can I say, you know? <laughs> but going... We're on a subject. Yeah. <laughs> We're on a roll. Yeah. <laughs> a corn roll. <laughs> oh. But going back to snakes... I I don't like them in the sense that, you know, like it's... I'm not bothered when they're slithering around and things like that, but it's when they open their mouths as in an attack form that I don't mm. like them. But at the same time, I'm absolutely fascinated by them. So if they're, like, on the TV or if they're behind glass, you know, a, mm. not a zoo, but, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm absolutely fascinated by the fact that, you know, it can perfectly take its skin off. You know, that is fascinating. But, yeah, I wouldn't have one as a pet. Well, i give you a very quick story that might link into that. Um, I once had to go to a property where the, um, how can I best put it? It was following on from the, the, the tenant leaving the property and they left 
all manner of wild and wacky creatures in there. Okay. Uh, and I had to go around the house looking for an escaped snake. Oh, God. What, like a python? Mm. Python. Um, I can't remember exactly what sort of snake it was, but it was found in the end anyway. Mm. Yeah, snakes and things like that. You're well, especially, I was going to say, it puts me off going to Australia, but, you know, the fact that you could just step on ground <laughs> you could get killed by something in australia kind of puts me off a little bit from going <clears throat> when you're very gingerly opening cupboards yeah to try and find this snake oh mm. yeah yeah that's not fun that's not fun at all i mentioned a while back uh, about doing something like supermarket tweets beep beep yeah beep beep supermarket tweets and uh yeah it's like what what the stupid, you know, the stupidest of things that people actually send to different supermarkets, you know, via Twitter. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, they, some of the ones that I've picked here are so laughable that I can't believe somebody has actually gone out of their way and actually, you know, like, either are complaining about it or they're actually tweeting about it in the first place. Nothing surprise me. No, no, not at all. I won't be naming names because, you know, that's not fair. But mm-hmm. I will be, uh, yeah, I will be reading out their tweets. So we've got one here, which is, uh, stood at Asda customer service desk for 15 minutes and everyone is ignoring me. So first of all, you think, oh, poor guy. Mm. Ha ha. I only wanted to ask why my lasagna is £6 rather than £5 as priced. <laughs> so he was stood for 15 minutes, about a pound. <laughs> Dear me, <laughs> this person had to, and the person took the time and effort to tweet about this. Yeah. <laughs> so, any- good God. <laughs> so yeah, so I hope he got his pound back. Um, you know, I think he needs more than a pound back. <laughs> yeah, I think he needs a life. <laughs> I don't think he got his fifteen minutes of uh, waiting time back, though. Unfortunately, yeah, you'll, ne- you'll never get it back. <laughs> Craving Doritos, only for Asda not to have any. And then it's got the little emoji of snot coming out of its nose. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, but why snot coming out of her nose? Well, it's the emoji of crying, but it kind of looks like it's got a snot coming out of its nose. (laughs) (laughs) This is like when people went insane over the fact they couldn't buy chicken from KFC. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that is kind of understandable, though, isn't it? Because, like, it's well, in the name. It's only chicken for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, but it's only chicken for crying out loud, but it's in the name. It's Kentucky Fried Fish. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, you know. So you expect when you go to KFC to actually get chicken. No, it's true, but they acted like it was, like, you know, <laughs> the, the central level of hell just opened. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, they did rectify their problem quite quickly. Actually, no, it didn't. It wasn't quite quick, no, was it? it went off quite a while, actually. Yeah, it did, didn't it? God, that was a foul time. That was a foul, foul situation, yeah. <laughs> Ba-dum-boom. And then my final one that I found, this was all very quickly. Just just wait. You know what the other thing is? People flocked to KFC. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> I need to I need to insert like a crowd laughing or something at that one. <laughs> <laughs> or a boo. <laughs> I have got a boo actually. It might be boo. Oh. <laughs> okay, so the next one that I found was when I die, bury me in a pot of Tesco's hummus. Thanks. <laughs> so this guy obviously quite likes uh obviously quite likes hummus. Yeah, likes his chickpeas. Yes, he does. <laughs> Right, so obviously that was a you know that was a very quick thing that I found, but uh, yes, so I don't know if that went down very well at all, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I personally don't like hummus. So, uh, what's your thoughts on it? I love hummus, but I can't say it's one of these things that I've spent much time thinking about. <laughs> no, and you don't want to get buried in it. Not really, no. <laughs> It's not the sort of thing you want to be slathered and then dipped, is it? You know. No, absolutely not. I mean, I definitely wouldn't because I really don't like the stuff. So, um, I don't like the texture or anything like that. So. So it's not what you tell me is it's not uh, appealing to you. No, God, are we just going? We're going to have to call this episode the puns or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just get my boo thing working. <laughs> Did you have a film that you wanted to discuss this week? Well, I was just going to discuss. We are uh, having this thing called Celluloid Corner, where we talk yep. about various different films, uh, TV shows, things like that, and why not. Exactly. I was just going to say, I've been watching with some interest the uh, Jack Ryan TV series that's coming out, or has in fact come out on Netflix. It's something I certainly would recommend. And the entire idea behind the Jack Ryan series is that you are taking a man who's an analyst working for the CIA and he's being sort of put into, within the series, sort of uh, recent sort of issues in relation to terrorism the Middle East, things like that. The appeal is that he is pretty much a fish-out-of-water character. He comes from uh, novels... Well, initially, most people will probably know him from The Hunt for Red October, where he's played by uh, Alec, a very young Alec Baldwin, but more famously was played in films uh, by Harrison Ford in Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger. But the entire push is that you're getting this guy who basically is an analyst, a very smart guy, and he's been put into these sort of like very much spy, uh, unexpected spying situation. At the moment, in his current form, he's being played by, uh, I think it's called John Krasinski, who oh, right. people may know from the US version of The Office and the film that's currently out. I think it's called, oh God. Well, I can Google it. I can Google him while you're, um, while you're saying it. So what was his name again? John Krasinski. How do you spell his surname? I think the film is in... I'll find out now myself, but I think he's in a film called something like Be Quiet or something. It's where... Um, the, it's him and his wife are in, this, in that film. The entire thing is that there's like these terrible things have happened to the world where basically you, you can't make noise. These creatures are sort of picking people off. It's a film called A Quiet Place. Oh, okay. Oh, a fantastic film. I love that film. Oh, you've seen it? Yeah, I've seen A Quiet Place, yeah. Oh, you did tell me about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, have you seen it? or? Um... I've not, no, but Krasinski's the guy in that. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's the guy that Walt Flanagan loves as well, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's gone all... He's gone from being this sort of very skinny, nerdy guy in the office to this big buff bloke. But as I said, with Jack Ryan, you're looking at a guy who's an analyst, and he basically is sort of desk-bound, but he does go out on a few missions. 
But the show itself, I would say, is more of a realistic James Bond um, of what would happen. So you're looking at spying from the start, uh, looking at things, the use of surveillance, the use of recordings, issues again with people, say, coming out of um, uh, Syria, things like that. And it very much gets your attention from the get-go. It's incredibly well shot. It's incredibly well directed. And each episode seems to have a different director, uh, which adds a, uh, an interesting sort of slant to each one but i would say if anyone can see if anyone has the time to sit down in the building to go and really read it well you know look at the the show and also read the books because we talk about a huge number of tom clancy novels go with it you will not be disappointed okay well it does sound quite interesting it's even interesting me as well and i'm not overly um big james bond fan so yeah it will, it will grab your attention from the start and you are looking within the show at something that's more realistic. So you're not seeing people with the, the really expensive fast cars. What you're seeing is elements of some people in offices doing proper spine, looking at aerial photography. But what it also does is interweaves the pictures, uh, sorry, the stories of people, not only people around Jack Ryan um, and the relationship with the, uh, the person who will become his wife, but also his superiors. And then it takes you to look at the people who are terrorists and the impact it's having on their family, but also the impact that warfare has. And I don't, I don't want to give too much away, but the impact that warfare has on soldiers as well. And it, yeah, it's great stuff. I go into more detail if I have more time, but I don't want to give anything away either. No, that's fair enough. I think, you know, we've got to watch out for spoiler alerts and things like that. But uh, yeah, also just going back to A Quiet Place, because obviously, like, you've mm-hmm. seen it, I've seen it. So, what were your thoughts on that film? I've not seen it. Oh, sorry. I thought you said you had seen it. No, no. I've not seen it. I want to see it. Ah, okay. Well, in that case, we shouldn't talk about that either. But one thing I will say is that I found it really surreal. And I think Mm -hmm. uh, quite a few people have actually said this already, um, you know, on various other podcasts, that it was very surreal how quiet the film was. And I know it's called Mm. A Quiet Place, so it's obvious that it's quiet. But the fact that it was in they were literally whispering to the point that uh, there was a couple that were sat next to me and they were they were whispering to each other which in a normal film would be absolutely fine you wouldn't hear them but because this film was so quiet i could hear everything that they were saying to each other and it was mm. you know it was kind of frustrating in a way because it was like taking me out of the film but at the same time yeah, fantastic film, and I love Emily Blunt as well. So she's so. Is it an eerie viewing process? Oh, it's not process, but is it an eerie experience watching a quiet place? Yeah, in a way, in a way, because it is. It's so unique in a way because, like, you don't you don't have films that are borderline silent, do you? Mm. Well, no, not these days. Obviously, you did have uh, silent films back in the day, but. And then all of a sudden, like, I can't really say. I was going to say when the monster appears or whatever, it's a bit more fast-paced. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of makes you jump more because you're so used to it being quiet. So, yeah, I highly recommend that you go and watch that film. And uh, So I don't know if it's on Amazon or if it's on Netflix or anything like that, you know, anywhere that you're able to sort of download it legally or illegally, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, I highly recommend going and seeing that film. 
I also think of the really cool point that Jack Ryan is married to Mary Poppins. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but I do, I do like um, Emily Blunt. I think she's a lovely actress. So she's hmm, a nice person as well. As I've gathered, John Krasinski is supposed to be very nice as well. So yeah, I'd quite like to meet one of them. You know, either of them, basically. But I think uh, Emily Blunt would probably be the first choice that I'd want to meet if I could. So, John, Emily, if you want to talk to us. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're never going to get them. Let's face it, we're never going to get them on. <laughs> we've still we've still heard from the alligator woman. I wonder if the alligator has eaten her. Oh, maybe. Not big tech. That's going to be. Coffee dog. Yeah, that's going to be exactly the reason why. And, you know, the guy with the tattoos, um, he can't hear the fact that we've emailed. Because so. <laughs> he has no ears. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and like he can't see because it's all tattooed out. So, yeah. yeah. There's another thing that I was going to bring up. Oh, have you seen the trailer? Uh, you know, while we're in this, uh, while we're in Celluloid. Uh, oh, why can't I say it, James? It's all right. I'll say it for Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to Celluloid Corner. Okay. <laughs> On Podbean. <laughs> Yes, so while we're actually in this corner, have you seen the trailer for, uh, let's see, let's find it. I've not heard of Let's Find It. (laughs) No, but that might be good. Have you seen on Netflix coming on the 26th of October, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina are coming? Well, yes, I have actually. I didn't have much choice. You put it on your face. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but it does. It absolutely looks like it's going to be amazing. So what mm, I'm going to I do... I think it'll be very good. It's a totally different take to the stuff we had um, with uh, Mr. Joan Hart, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so, the you know, the Sabrina the Teenage Witch from the uh, from the 90s TV show, definitely. But also because a good friend of mine, Mark Kirby who he's actually got a comic book shop in Southampton, which I'll give him a quick little shout out as well. So, you know, just so that he get, you know, I think he deserves it basically. And he's going to be a daddy soon as well. So, so he is at Southampton comics at the loft ladder. And if anybody's in that area, please go and check him out because he is, you know, he's a great guy and he's also a tell him Steve Dave Ant as well. So that makes him even more cool. It does, it does. But he he actually sent me a copy of Sabrina, which was... Because mm, it came from a comic book. Yeah, yeah, he sent me, and it was like the the first, uh, you know, the first... Uh, I'm not really sure on the terminology because I'm not a comic book reader, but anyway, it was the first book. Uh, let's call it that. And, you know, I actually did sit down and read that one, and I found it really interesting. So... The fact that this film is going to possibly be very similar to that kind of excites me. And it's also created by the guys from Riverdale as well. Oh, yes. Sounds like it'll be good. Yeah, I think it will be. I'm just going to play the trailer so that people who haven't seen the trailer can actually hear it. Okay? Thank <laughs> you. 
There we go. And that's only on Netflix. So I think that that is going to be really interesting watch, especially as it, like I said, as especially as it's written by the guys who did... Uh, Riverdale? Yeah, thank you. I was going to say, I literally just said it. Uh, Riverdale. And I really like that program as well. So cool. Yeah. Do you watch Riverdale or... Uh... Um, I, I dip in and out of it, mainly because there's like cool people who were in like my favourite 80s films, like Molly Ringwald. Ah, Okay. And somebody I kind of have communications with worked on it. So, yeah, good stuff. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, moving on to, you know, I think we need to find a few segues, don't we? So that we uh, move on to different, you know, different topics. But mm-hmm. we actually contact, you know, we actually put out a message saying to people if they have any... Uh, you know, real life problems or fun problems or anything like that, then to send us an email at talkingcodswalletpod at gmail.co.uk. Oh, I said it again. Dot com. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, because in the UK, it's always dot co- uh, co.uk, but obviously I went with a dot com website to, you know, fuel you Americans out there to make it easier for you. <laughs> we're multinational people multi multinational we certainly are yes <laughs> how many responses do you think we had for that uh none yes exactly we had none so that was obviously very good and we really appreciated that however what i have done is i've gone onto the express website so the express is a newspaper in the uk i'm not sure if it's global or not but it's over here regardless. Please don't sue us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or sue us, because then we'll get some recognition. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just going to say in advance of any questions, we're here for you. <laughs> okay, so people, if any people's names are mentioned, then I'm going to, again, I'm going to keep it anonymous because, you know, there may be a few jokes that we make about things, but mm-hmm. it's in the it's in the context of the podcast so that we can have a bit of a laugh with it. So, mm-hmm. and and seriously, people do feel free to contact us. Now, we're not saying we'll give you good advice, <laughs> but we will give you advice. We'll certainly try. Yeah, we'll probably give you comical advice first, and then we will give you um, you know, a bit of proper advice. So, <laughs> okay, so I'm going to set the scene. My friend conned me to be an unpaid carer. So this is the question. Mm -hmm. I was flattered when an old friend invited me to stay for a few weeks. She's put that in adverted commas, few weeks. Mm -hmm. She'd never invited me before, but the minute I arrived, she announced that she was going into hospital for an operation and I was left caring for her husband. Not only did I, uh, sorry, not only did I end up cooking and caring for the man, but I had to keep taking him to the hospital to see her and he was reluctant to give me any petrol money. He was grumpy and once shouted at me for, uh, once shouted at me for getting his medication wrong. Now I'm back home and she hasn't even sent me a thank you note. I feel completely used. Can our friendship survive this? I'm on my own and have enough problems to deal with. So James, what do you think? (laughs) 
So can your friendship survive this? No. Um, <laughs> was that the question? <laughs> yes, that was the question. Yeah. Can their friendship survive this? No. No. No, it can't. Because your your friend is an absolute wanker and she shouldn't have you, done that. You you've been used basically. What what you need to do well, what you could do is turn this to your advantage. So you should offer to help again. This is what I think you should do. Offer to help again. Mm-hmm. Go around. Tell them that you'll, you know, you, you, you might help with something in the house and suggest that they can maybe go out for the day. And while they're out, change all the lock. <laughs> That's quite a costly experiment. Though. Quite a costly thing for her to do, though, isn't it? It's funny. Uh, but they'll never ask for your help again, will they? They will never do that again. I would go for something a little bit more... Maybe mean, but a little bit less cost-effective. I would get loads of fish and and stitch it into their curtains and put it behind the radiators. So in the summer, in the winter, sorry, when they put the uh, radiators on, it's all lovely and smelly fishy. (laughs) Mm. Interesting with Gem, everything always boils down to fish. (laughs) It does. (laughs) But I think, yeah, because it's one of the foulest of smells, isn't it? Well, as I spend most of my time surrounded by fish, well, fish heads, I can concur. <laughs> I thought I was thinking where you were going with that because I was thinking, do you for work? <laughs> 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 so yeah, th- that kind of thing. Or I mean, I definitely wouldn't speak to her again. Could get takeaways delivered to a house. Large, large quantities of takeaways. Or large, large quantities of manure. Put. Oh, large quantities of fish from a fishman. <laughs> now, see, you went back to fish then. <laughs> well, you see, I was thinking you were you're on something with the fish idea. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I think manure dumped in the driveway that would be pretty revengeful. Um, I do like a bit of revenge, by the way. Revenge, but also uh, possibly very, very uh, environmentally friendly. Yeah, good for your roses. So yeah, very good, yeah. and. You know, the fact also, the warning lights for me personally would have gone on when she said at the very beginning, I was flattered when an old friend invited me to stay for a few weeks. She'd never invited me before. Mm. And now I personally would have, you know, while I was speaking to said friend, I would have said, why, why for a few weeks? <laughs> like obviously obviously because you know like i i've got friends who live in london and uh, like one of my closest friends is called Haley, and she she does let me stay with her when she can you know but you know like she'll offer or i'll ask her if it's possible and if it's not then you know there's no issue there you know i'll just try and find accommodation but you know like if well, I suppose it is the case that we have, you know, like we we have a friendship there. We don't necessarily speak every every day, every week. You know, it might be months in a time where we we kind of it might have been months, sorry, that we haven't spoken. But then when we do speak or we do see each other, it's like we saw each other yesterday, which is really nice. So I know that with her, that if you know, like if I was to stay with her, or if if she needed me to do something for her, then, you know, I would absolutely jump to it. You know, like, there would be no question about it. Good. You know, 
and that's I, I think it's likewise as well. I kind of hope so. So yeah. So Haley, once you've listened to this episode, let me know <laughs> if you if you're good enough to uh, jump to it. But yeah, Haley, you're getting a good write up. Don't let any of us down. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping to like because we were discussing the uh, Sabrina the Sabrina film earlier, and uh, we were also talking about because American Horror Story is coming back as well. Which that's some good oh, stuff. I love. Yeah, that's on the 27th of September we get it in the UK. and mm-hmm. But America get it this weekend. Uh, not this weekend, next week, sorry. And I just, you know, that sucks. That's not fair. Why do they get it a week before we do? <laughs> they made it, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but Americans, you know, like, I'm just always envious because they always seem to get things before we do, so... Stop that. Mm, not always, but yeah, I do know what you mean. Yeah. Okay, so I think I think we've pretty much solved that woman's problem. That she needs to, you know, like she needs to just seek out revenge and never speak to the person again is basically what we've said, isn't it? Yeah, let's be honest. We solved it whether she liked it or not. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So the next question How can I face his parents again? So already it sounds a bit saucy. <laughs> my boyfriend's parents caught us having sex he'd assured me that they were out for the day when they uh, they were out for the day when they came home suddenly i was half naked in the front room now his mother clearly hates me uh, hates the sight of me and his father keeps giving me weird smiles my boyfriend claims that they were fine and have forgotten the whole thing but I feel terribly embarrassed about visiting now. I'm 23. Should I have it out with them? So, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Well, I think what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to turn the tables and you have to try and find some way you can catch them in the act. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, and then, but on a serious note, I think that they should, you know, maybe just... She should just sit down and have the conversation. Because she's old mm. enough to have sex, then she's old enough to talk about it. So, Alternatively, uh, uh, you know, ask them for any suggestions. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> Hints or tips. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, like, if he's, if he's claiming, you know, obviously he's going to be protecting her feelings and everything, but that if he's claiming that they're fine and they've forgotten about the whole thing, then I know, t- you know, 20, 23 year olds worry about everything, don't they? Well, you, I suppose everybody worries about everything, so it doesn't really matter what age you are, but I think end of the day, you just go in, you face the person again. First time it's going to be really awkward, but then once you've got that one out of the way, then it's going to be absolutely fine. So just just go in and just act as normal as you normally would. I mean, look, being serious, shit happens. These things happen. Yeah. So, you know, no one got hurt. You know, you, you consenting adults, just, you know, face up to it and... Move on. You know, obviously make sure the doors are locked next time. Yeah, and maybe, you know... Maybe don't have sex in the front room because that's where mm. she was half, half naked. So, you know, mm. yeah. I mean, I know it's fun, but <laughs> when it's somebody else's house. <laughs> Could be a bit off putting if they've got pets as well that are watching you. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Or I thought where you were going with that with the, like, dog hairs and things like that getting stuck. Mm. <laughs> to naked bums on things like that. Can't say it's ever happened to me, <laughs> nor do I wish it to. <laughs> okay, so next one. I need to stop her taking advantage. I'm suffering at work because a colleague constantly takes time off. I'm the one who gets it in the neck from our boss when she calls in sick. He makes sarcastic comments about your friend is letting us down again. Yes, we are friends, but how is it my fault that she's not there? I'm also the one who suffers because I get landed with her work. She's a lazy individual with no conscience or work ethic, yet I don't want her to think that I don't want her to think that I've been disloyal. Now, the reality is I know that this letter is um, is actually, the agendas have been changed and it's actually been written by Gemma about me. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. I haven't been let down by you yet. Not yet. I'll let you know when I do. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm... Yep, the knee, the, she'll take the knee. <laughs> she'll lob them off. I know that it can be tricky for, you know, that person, but at the same time, yeah, the boss shouldn't be blaming her for things that mm. are her friend's issue. Just, you know, if the boss feels that strongly, fire the friend. Yeah. Unfortunately, this is a problem that a lot of us face, people being off and having to cover them. In fact, every area of work it happens to people... Um, but yeah, being serious, I suspect the boss is probably saying it, hoping that some hint will get back to the friend, but probably, probably out of their own frustration. But again, you would say the there is an inability for the boss act, to act here. The boss should be taking more direct action against this person, because the reality is, if even if a person is off sick from work, they may have valid reasons to be off sick. But after a certain amount of time. For failing to fulfil the, the you know the contractual obligations and duties, so really action should be taken against that person. It ain't the problem of the person who's working there, who's having all this crap put upon the shoulders and to do the work, to pass on the information. Management need to sort it out. Yeah, they they absolutely do. So okay, so that's the end of that. There's no alternative when the person comes in, put laxatives in the coffee. Yeah, I mean, then they're probably going to be off for a couple more uh, days or weeks. You know, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know, in the great scheme of things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a friend of mine actually at work, and again, I won't say her name. But if anybody from work is listening to this, then I, I don't think anybody does. But they may be aware of who I'm talking about. In this girl's previous job, she had a boss who was very very mean to her and like she'd be proper bitchy all the time you mm. know and it's just completely unnecessary she would go and make her a cup of a cup of coffee at three o'clock every day and every time she made her a cup that cup of coffee she would put the tiniest little bit of fairy liquid yeah. in the in the bottom oh. yeah <laughs> but you know like not enough that the person could taste it but it was there. But it always, at four o'clock, her boss would have to run to the toilet. I'm forever blowing bubbles. <laughs> well, no, it was, uh, yeah, it was more diarrhea that she would have. So, <laughs> so every time she makes us a cup of tea now, we're always like, there's nothing special in this, is there? <laughs> so what you could do is do the trick with the laxatives, the trick, or the trick with the fair liquid, or both, but also 
buy them some sprinkles. <laughs> yes, indeed. They could put some sprinkles down the loo, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but only down the loo, not not anywhere else on the floor. Just want to say, we here at Talking Codswell do not condone any sort of things that can make people ill. <laughs> no, but I think my friend is a genius with that one, because, you know, it's a definite, you know, she's definitely getting her own way. <laughs> getting her own back, sorry. Yeah. You got anything that you'd like to talk about this week? Could slightly pimp something, which is uh, the In Crowd, uh, which is a radio state, uh, radio program you can listen to uh, on the internet, where I got a nice name drop off one of my uh, friends on there. Oh, fantastic! Because you're going to be doing voiceover work soon as well, aren't you? Well, Hopefully. I have previously done voiceover work, and I'm looking to uh, anyone who's interested. I, I, uh, the option is. Uh, the best way of putting it is I'm available. So I've done voiceover work on the radio before as a continuity announcer. You know, everybody wishes me to do any voiceover work. I'm available for it. Um, I can easily do that in some of my free time after work, things like that. So yeah. if anyone wants me to do it, just drop me a line. I will uh, happily do it. I can send you uh, examples of various different voices I can do, as well as impressions or any different styles. So please ask. Why not show us maybe one of them now? Um, Put you on the spot. Yeah. Well, let's think. Who you ask to? Now, <laughs> on the age range of some of our listeners, they may not be aware. But but what what well over there, there 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 there's a giant rabbit behind you. See, Gemma, it's got big ears, and I think it's called Harvey. <laughs> Even me, I didn't know. Uh... Who was that? You, you, you want the moon, Mary? I, I'll get you the moon. I'll, I'll lasso it and bring it down from there. <laughs> it, you know, the voice sounds really familiar and it sounds brilliant, but I can't think who it is. Um, I could do one of the lines. No, no, just tell me who it is. <laughs> it's Jimmy Stewart. Oh, it's Jimmy Stewart. Okay. Yeah, but like I said, you know, because you can definitely hear the difference in your voice and it was a recognisable yeah. voice, but I couldn't mm-hmm. pinpoint who the voice belonged to. So, so that's no reflection on your capabilities or anything like that. It's <laughs> it's more my brain being able to connect the dots. So we can but try. Yeah, we can but try. What about Arnold Schwarzenegger? Can you do him? I can't do Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm afraid. Okay, can't do that one. Um, I can kind of do. I don't know how well it it always goes, but I'll give this one a shot. Give me one minute. Um, <clears throat> so it's crazy. Yay! You know, like you do. <laughs> Did you guess who that was? Yeah, I guessed who that one was. What the fuck's his name, though? So, Gemma, it's crazy. I'm sad there with all these people <laughs> in Vietnam playing Russian roulette. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> I really like that one. And what I also do that nobody knows about in my spare time is I keep a watch where a watch should not be. <laughs> where where is that watch? <laughs> well, to be fair, I kept this uncomfortable hunk of metal in my ass for five <laughs> long years. <laughs> the guy before me had had it died of dysentery, and yet I still put it in there. It's it's madness and craziness. <laughs> I'm looking up his name because I don't want to look like a dickhead. Again, it's me that's not very good at the names and things like that, but uh, what's his name? I take no offence at your lack of knowledge of who this person is. (laughs) Yeah, I take offence though, it's terrible. 
<laughs> it's just real bad that you don't recognize <laughs> such a famous voice. Yeah, but all of this is getting cut out. <laughs> don't matter. <laughs> Impression's gone. <laughs> Come on. I mean, I won a Tony. I, I won an Oscar, and you still don't know who I am. <laughs> I was in a Bond film, for God's sake. <laughs> Shut up, I can't. I can't. Right. James Bond films. <laughs> it's, at the tip of my, it's at the tip of my tongue and it's really doing my head in. you got to go back to the 80s for his big hits that he's really known for. But uh, Bond, we're talking Roger Moore. Mm. It's a good job we're not live, isn't it? Yeah, because they'd be dead air. <laughs> It'll be proper dead air. Oh, fucking hell. It's not coming up. Tell me who it is, please. The one and only Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken, of course it is. Fucking Muppet. Oh, my God. I can't believe that. I, I'm so sorry that I couldn't get that. It's all right. Christopher Walken, I'm ever so sorry that I could not think what your name was there, but that was incredible of you for stopping by to say hello it was kind of crazy it's like frankenstein never scared me but marsupials do because they're fast and they dart <laughs> christopher would it be okay if i had james back for a couple of seconds well i put him in the cupboard but i'll try and undo the lock and let him out okay thank you <laughs> <laughs> Have you knocked him out? Uh, no, he just sort of like left, but he got very violent as he was removed me from the cupboard. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to ask you, how do you do like the changing of the voices? Because I was going to try and do a Christopher Walken impression, but like, where do you start with it? For me, for doing an impression, or it's a bit like doing an accent, is you've got to work from. Um, it's always easier if you hear something first. Yeah. But you, the way I sort of do when I'm going into voices, I listen to the nuances of a person's voice. Um, and then it's almost like you're kind of educating your brain. So you've got to tell your brain to sort of change the voice. Um, in some circumstances, you, you, do, you do have to move your, where you position your face and your jaw. But the big thing is it's repetition and repetition yeah. and repetitions with anything to learning curve. Yeah. It's a bit like at the drop of a hat, I can change my voice into a Welsh accent, you know? Yeah. You know? It's the way of doing it. It's You've got it. It's just like it's finding little things to change it. So... Yeah. I'm walking here! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so you might go from speaking like this to going to an accent where, where you would then... I'm trying to think of the best, the best quick one to do. Um, going into a, a, an Irish accent, but a particularly um, of the tough one. It is not me. It is you who have said this. These are crocodile tears you are crying. So something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but again, I'm picking that from somebody else's impression, but I have to run it through my head. So Because it's hard, isn't it? I mean, it's hard enough talking in your own voice. I mean, I... I don't know how I've even got a podcast sometimes because I struggle mm. with speaking at the best of times. The one I'm still trying to nail is Pacino. And I do I can't do Pacino now. I've got to work on it. But I've been doing little tests of doing it. Okay. Partly going off stuff that Ralph does. So. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, when you nailed that one, obviously, please bring Pacino to the show. And then we can uh, listen to that one. 
That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try and put some other ones yeah. out as well. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. I'll make the list. James brings a new voice to the show every week. <laughs> that is going to be a short number of weeks. Then. I mean, if Ralph's only got eight. <laughs> oh, no, he's got like 908. <laughs> <laughs> Twelve at a push. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, unless you've got anything else that you would like to talk about, just want to say, I think one thing I do want to say is thank you for being very supportive throughout the madness that's been this week. That's okay, no problem at all. And before we go, actually, something really, really exciting happened this week that neither of us what? mentioned. <gasps> go on. Yeah, I won, and James is on Twitter finally. Be afraid, be very afraid, people. So, so he is a man of his word. I did nag him a few times throughout the week, but he is finally on Twitter. He does need to update his bio, and he also needs to put a photo because you know these things. But you know, good bite-sized pieces, bite-sized pieces, James. Mm. <laughs> and with absolutely. So now that you're on Twitter, you've got a crazy Twitter handle that I don't understand what it means. So do you... <laughs> and I can't even remember. <laughs> okay, because there's lots of numbers, isn't there? Well, it comes from horror and sci-fi. Okay. But uh, the numbers are just what were added. <laughs> oh, okay. Like Twitter, I assume. <laughs> okay, when this episode drops, I will tweet out what James's Twitter handle is because neither of us know what it is. Actually, I could just be good to me, people. Don't be nasty. No, and we need to need to all follow him. I'm actually going to look it up now. So, what's it start with, James? H O. Oh, H O. No, we don't mean a prostitute like a hoe. <laughs> right. Okay. So James's Twitter handle is at capital H O, capital F I. One four nine eight one 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 four. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so he has had a few tweets so far, and which is you know which is great. He's done seven tweets so far. <laughs> so that's brilliant. Couple, couple to William Shatner, Shatner. <laughs> A couple, a couple to the Codswallop pod. So, you know, obviously he's got his priorities and one to the master debaters as well. So that's obviously fantastic. But yes, we do need to get you to maybe do a little profile picture and okay. yeah, and maybe just like a little, little bio just to say a little bit about yourself, who you are and where you come from. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mistress. Yes. <laughs> so I think at that point, obviously, that is a good point to end the show. So just to recap, that we are with Podbean now. So follow us at Podbean, and I gave you the details at the beginning. Or if you're listening via iTunes, please, you're not going to know until you obviously do this action. So it's just quite ridiculous talking to you like this. But if you can like unsubscribe to the old account, then subscribe to this one and then away we go. But also, uh, last little part as well. Unfortunately, because of the change, I did lose 
my reviews that were on there. So, which really made me sad, but, you know, these things happen. <laughs> no, it did really. We must have good reviews, people. Let's get them good. Yeah. You know it's worth. It, it, Don't leave any bad reviews. No, but it did. It did actually make me quite sad in a way because people had written such lovely, lovely things, and they're all just gone now. So it's you know, if those people actually feel like writing those messages again or something very similar, and giving a five star rating to the podcast. That'd be amazing. <laughs> so. It would be. It would be more than amazing. Well, it wouldn't just be amazing. It would be honest. Yeah. And what we're all about here is honesty. Honesty is the best policy. Yeah. And we also need those ratings as well, so that we move up in the uh, the whole scale of things. So think of it. At the moment, I'm probably ten thousand nine hundred and sixty four. On the you know <laughs> top <laughs> top six thousand nine hundred and whatever. Um, we need to get to the top amount ever. Yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to be top, but it would be nice to just get, raise a little bit higher so that people saw the podcast and actually you know raised a bit of interest. So the plan is we need to beat Kevin Smith. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's never going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> he's been doing it for much longer. So. I have to. Yeah, we need to beat Kevin Smith like he beat owls with pool toys. Yes. Okay. All right. Done. Ten years from now, James, we're gonna do it. You're damn right. We are. <laughs> uh, just one last thing I want to say. Go on. I want this to. Uh, this will be a follow-up point for the next one. But I want people to wish me luck. I have bought something. Uh, I bought a spicy cheese that's infused with Reaper chilies. Oh wow. Oh okay. Can you possibly record that when you eat it, please? I certainly will. Okay, thank you, because I think we need to experience what what that is like, because I've heard that they are proper killer. So I want people to wish me luck. Yeah, good luck with that. Real luck. And what I might do is tweet about it. Yeah, tweet about it, but audio record it as well. Oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, we need to yeah, babe. we need to hear that on a podcast. Um, you know, like if you're sick, maybe stop recording. <laughs> 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 yeah, because <laughs> even the editor of this podcast doesn't want to listen to that. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's the Reaper Chili Challenge, people. Ah. Okay. Well, good. Definitely. Good luck with that, then. Yep. This has been another week. Of us talking Codswallop. I have been Gemma. Allegedly, I've been James. <laughs> and we've been talking Codswallop. Oh, I forgot to say as well. Oh, for fuck's sake. I forgot to also mention that follow us on Twitter at Codswallop Pod and also on Facebook as well. So if you just go Cods- uh, talking Codswallop Podcast on Facebook, then you can join the group on there. So. All right, I think that's it. I think we're done with the plugs. Bye-bye. Bye.